Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. You guys here at PCLV, those on Facebook, those on YouTube, amen, a very happy, happy Thanksgiving, amen, from our family to yours. And so uh, we, we pray that you are blessed and, and that you enjoy your, this time with your, your family. If you guys are getting away, a few people are, are driving out, we, pr- we pray traveling mercies, amen, that you just enjoy your time. It's a, it's a good time just to get together, amen, with, with family, amen, hallelujah. And so it, it just uh, reflect, be, you know. Just put our differences aside and, and really spend the time that we need to spend with each other, amen, and, and be thankful for that, amen. Sometimes we may not have the blessed, uh, you know, um, you know, time with others, amen, but we got to put our difference. We're Christians. Can somebody say amen? And so let's display that, that thankfulness of what God has done in our lives, amen. Maybe God will break something in those, in those lives, amen. Praise the Lord. So happy Thanksgiving, amen. So as we enter thankful rest, amen, week here at PCLV, just enjoy that time, this break. Laugh. Come on, some of you guys need to laugh, amen, hallelujah. You know, after a time of year of different struggles in our lives, we, we kind of forget to laugh, amen. And laughing is a medicine for us, and, and, it, and it does bring a joy inside our spirit. So enjoy each other, be thankful, and laugh, amen. Be thankful because God is faithful. Can somebody say amen? amen? Be thankful because God is faithful. You know, throughout the course of life, amen, and we forget how faithful God really is. Amen. How loving, how forgiving, merciful, gracious our Father is. You know, God has never turned His back on none of us. Amen. Come on, somebody. He's always been there, amen, and He always reaches out, amen, when you and I call for help. Amen. God is our provider, protector. He gives us power to get through whatever comes our way, church. Amen. Through the course of life. And if we can be honest at times, we have allowed circumstances, attitudes, bad choices that we forget what all that he has done for us. Amen. Come on. Instead of being thankful, we become complainful. Come on, somebody. We forget, amen, everything that he has done for us. And through the course of that, we stop praying. We stop giving. We stop reading. We stop praying. And for some of us, we stop coming to church, to the house. Amen. And and we take God, we take it out on God. When he has been the one that's been there faithful every time. So this time of year is to remind us. Somebody say, remind me. Remind us and and to get our hearts aligned back to him and to be thankful once again. Amen. Somebody say, thankful. Thankful. See, when you say thankful, you got to smile. Thankful. (laughs) Come on, you can't can't grin on thankful. Amen. So we got to be thankful again. And and I'm glad that God always ends the year through the season of thankfulness and a reminder of a son that was sent for us to deliver us. 
Come on. And so it should be a joyful time. And so it brings us back and brings our hearts back from the season and the life and the year that we've gone through to a year that says, you know what, guys? I've been here. I've always been here. I've never left you. Put your hearts back to me. Let's end this year good and to start a good year in 2023. Amen. See, although every day should be a thankful day, you know, Every day we should wake up with some gratitudes that we're alive and we're well, we're breathing, amen. But during uh, this time of years, let us reflect and give thanks for all that God has done in our lives. Amen. There, there, this should be a time of reflection that when you wake up during the course of this week or maybe even on, on Thanksgiving morning, that we're not automatically getting to the busyness of the, of the day, amen, of, of, of getting up and and cutting this and cutting that and making this and making sure that's in there in the busyness that we forget to give God some thanks. Amen. You know, for some of us, maybe have communion in your own home. And thank the Lord, amen, and take remembrance of the blood that was shed for us, amen, the broken body for us, amen, and, and just thank Him for His obedience all the way to the cross. So there are things, amen, that we can do, and hopefully this time of year and this week you start to reflect on the goodness of God, and give him what he is due. Amen. Thanksgiving. Can somebody say amen? Because he's done, he's done a lot. Come on, somebody. He's done a lot in our lives. You know, we, we go through the back, and I can go back, and it's been a rough few years, and, but, but this time always brings us back to it. Bring, at least brings me to say, man, God, thank you that you got us through another year. Come on. Didn't 2022 go like this? I mean, come on. And so we get so busy even doing good things, amen, and doing God things that we forgive him. We forget to give him thanks. And so this year or this time is to slow down. Tell your neighbor, slow down and thank God. <laughs> Just slow down and thank God, amen. You know, I think we get so busy that we don't even pray for our food no more. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, we got to get back to just praying for our food, amen. Thanking God for our food that we're about to eat, amen. Praise the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 16, 34 says this, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Somebody say He's good. His faithful love endures forever. Thanksgiving Day is a day to give Him thanks. And so today I want to minister a message entitled, Having a Heart of Thanksgiving. Having a Heart of thanksgiving. Amen. First Chronicles 29, 16 says this, everything has come from you and everything belongs to you. Come on. Everything that, that comes from and, 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 and it belongs, it belongs to God. Amen. Everything that comes from him, everything that go, everything that comes to us, amen, belong. Everything that we have in our lives is because God has provided that for you. Come on, yes, you work, yes, you use your mind, but God gave you that job and God gave you that mind. Hallelujah. And so everything comes from him, amen. And so we got to understand that everything that everything that we have comes and everything that belong, everything that we have belongs to him. And I'm so thankful, amen, for that, amen, in my life, amen. You know what? From my salvation to where I am today, amen. So how can we have a heart of thanksgiving. Come on. Let's look at that today, amen, for a moment, amen. Come on. Having a heart of thanksgiving starts for, with being grateful for God, to God for his amazing grace. Everything that God does in you, through you, for you, 
to you is by grace. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. There's a list found in Psalms, amen, of some things that God has done in our lives by grace, amen. If you go to Psalms 103, verse 2, the Living Bible says this, I will not forget the glorious things God has done for me. You know, in, in moments, and I hope that this week, like I said, that you can reflect back and say, God, you have done some great things in my life. God, you have done some great things. You have moved in a powerful way. You have moved in my family. You have moved in circumstances. You have moved in situations. You have moved through sicknesses. You have moved through hard times. Amen. God, you have done some great things that I will not forget. And it goes on to say in verses 3 to 11 that he forgives us of all our sins, that he heals me, that he ransoms me from hell, that he surrounds me with his love. He fills my life with good things. Amen. He is merciful and he is tender to those who don't deserve it. He is slow to anger and he does not hold a grudge. He has not punished us for what we deserve. Come on, ain't that amazing? Come on, His amazing grace covers all that, amen, in our lives. And if we don't have a, a heart of gratitude that, that kind of explodes here, amen, after what I just read, then you have forgotten how bad in shape you were before Christ came into your life. See, we were lost and bound, tore up from the floor up, busted and disgusted. Hallelujah. Mama, we were broken, hopeless, amen. But then Jesus comes into our lives, church, and showers us with his wonderful love. And he gives us this amazing grace, amen, that saved a wretched man like me. Come on, a wretched person like yourself. Come on, don't, don't, don't think you weren't wretched. Come on. Come on, look at somebody say, I was wretched. Hallelujah. Come on, you, you should know you're wretched. Come on, we, we, we forget how we came into this place. Come on, man, I took pictures. Show those pictures. No, no, I'm not just playing. Wouldn't that be great, amen? We just took you a picture when you first got here, how tore up you were, and then we displayed it and how you are now. Come on, do you remember when you came in? Hallelujah. Come on, I don't know about you, but if I walked up to that altar when I was busted and disgusted, when my life was falling apart, if you can just see my face and, and just see, man, just the, just the bondage that I was in and how God set me free. See, we forget those things. So you got to go back, amen. Tell your neighbor, go back. And go back. I know that God says don't go back, amen, but we need to go back and remind us where we have been and where we are now, amen. Come on. You may not have everything, come on, that you want in your life, but I'm here to let you know God has given you everything that you need. And sometimes we got to remember that he's delivered us. He has set us free. Come on, you're on, you're on your way to hell, and he, and he put you on the highway to heaven, amen. He changed your life around. And so this season is to be thankful for that to reflect and give thanks not be complainful but be thankful for his amazing grace if it wasn't for his grace we'd still be lost church come on we are saved by grace come on so thank him for his amazing grace see having a heart of thanksgiving is being thankful also for the plan that God has for us. Come on, your life, somebody say, my life, is not an accident. 
Come on, you were made for a reason. God has a plan for your life, amen. Your parents may have not planned you, but God planned you. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, they may say you're the prom baby. No, but God had a plan for you. Hallelujah. Come on, you're not a mistake. You're here because God brought you here. Come on, he turned your life and it turned maybe a situation that was maybe not right, but God brought you here and he has a very purpose for your life. Come on, if you have a pulse in this place, if you're breathing in this place, that means that God has a plan for you. Come on, anyone here breathing? Come on, anyone have a pulse? Come on, guess what? You qualify for the plan. You're not counted out. You can't just say, hey, God will never use. No, God would use you. God has a plan for you. And this plan is a good plan, church. Come on, somebody. You don't have to worry about the plan. All you got to do is trust him with it. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 11 says this. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and to give you a hope. The NIV says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Somebody say hope. Somebody say future. Come on, he has good things towards you. This is God's plan for you. It's not for destruction. It's not for evil. It's not for pain. It's not for everything that the world has out there. His plan is good. His plan is perfect. Amen. His plan is designed for you to bless you, to prosper you, and to give you a hope and a future. Come on, that's something that you and I can be thankful that God considers us, somebody say me, come on, us to be part of this plan, a kingdom plan. Come on, he chose this knucklehead, amen, uh, who made mistakes and said, you know what, son, I choose you. I'm going to use you for my kingdom. He chooses me and says, I'm going to use you. The Bible says, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Ain't that great that God chooses you? Isn't it, isn't it great to feel chosen? Isn't it great to say, be part of? Come on, that God chooses you. He picks you and he says, I want you to be part of my team. I want you to be part of my team. I, I can use you to be part. Of, I can use your testament. I can use the bad in your life. Turn it around for the glory of my kingdom. That's what God says to you and I, that he uses us. He chooses us. He chooses us to display his glory. Come on, you remember, I don't remember growing up, and I probably don't do it no more. I remember we used to grow up, we used to play football in the streets, right? And when all, all the neighborhood kids get together, and they're like, hey, let's play some football. Okay, let's pick a team. Who's the team captain? I'm a team captain. And then they start to pick, right? And you hate to be the last one, right? <laughs> or not even chosen. Well, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> you know, we're like, but it felt good. Like, oh, if you were bad, oh, I want this guy. You were like the first one to get picked, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm going to be next. I'm going to be next. Nope. Somebody else. And all of a sudden, you're the last one, and, and it's already balanced out, and you're, you're like, you, okay, you, you get to bring the ball into play or something. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> short, bat, roll, but God still chose you. Come on. And God will still use that short, bat, white, white, whatever he said right now. Hallelujah. But because... 
There is, a, there is a purpose for every single person, amen. Not because you're not having the ball or you're not the quarterback at the thing, amen. Every part has a, a purpose, amen. Come on, the kingdom of God is, con is considered of different parts, and every part has a purpose. If you're the thumb, then be the best thumb. Hallelujah. If you're a finger, then be the best finger, amen. Whatever you got to Let me tell you, God chose you. Tell your neighbor, I'm in. Hallelujah. You see, the more you discover the plan of God for your life, amen, the more you get him centered in your life. Uh, come on, you center yourself, you put yourself in him, the more you start to root yourself, amen. We got to go back to that theme, rooted. Somebody say, rooted. Come on, we got to get back, amen. Once we get more rooted into the plan, the more you understand that your life starts to unfold and then your potential starts to come out. You start to become who God designed you to be. Church, that's the plan of God, and his plan is good. Can somebody say amen? amen? See, I'm grateful for the plan. I'm grateful for that, amen. And so this plan, as you understand, gives you a heart of thanksgiving. Amen. Having a heart of thanksgiving is being thankful for the home. The home that the Lord is preparing for you and I in heaven. Come on, somebody say. Come on, this is, this is not our final destination. Come on, there is a plan, amen. And when you start to understand that plan of him building a home, then there has to be something inside your heart of thanksgiving, amen. In John chapter 14, 2 to 3, it says, In my Father's house there are many mansions. And if it was not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That wherever I am... There you will also be. Second Corinthians 5 1 says this, for we know that this we for we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is that when we die and leave this earthly body, we have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God Himself and not by human hands. See, Jesus here, he tells his disciples, and we know the story, he's about to go back to the Father, and he says, you know what, I'm going to go prepare a place for you. Somebody say me. For you, amen, and where I am, you will be. God made this for us, amen. Not just he didn't make us just to, to live this time on earth, amen, for a season, but to live with him forever. One day, our body is going to die. But I got some good news for you. That's not the end for the believer. Come on, somebody. The Bible says that you were created in God's image, which means that you have a soul and you have a spirit. And our body will die, but your soul and spirit live forever and eternity. As believers, we don't have to be afraid of the future because we know where we're going. Come on, somebody. Why? Because God has prepared a place in heaven for you. Somebody say me. Come on. He prepared a place for us, amen. And if it was not so, then he would not have said it. Come on. He's a man of his word. Come on. What he says, whatever he says in his word, it will go out and accomplish what he said it will do. The promises that he has spoken over you, amen. Come on. You're wondering what happened. No, it's coming. Come on, come on. What God said he'll do, he'll do. But how many know that we got to do our part too? 
Come on. And so we got to understand. He says, well, I'll give you this if you do this. There's a part. Somebody say, I got a part. You got a part you have to do. And when we do that, then the promises come true. Come on, one day we're going to see him face to face. One day we're going to see this place that he's prepared for each and every one of us because we believe. How many believe God's word? Come on, because we believe in the word of God and we believe what Jesus said while he was on earth, amen, here walking the earth, amen, that we are going to have a place in heaven. He's going to come and he's going to receive us and take us home. Come on, somebody say amen. He's made a home in heaven for all of us. 1 Peter chapter 1, 4 to 6 says this, God has reserved for his children, anybody has children in this place, say, come on, his children, the priceless gift of eternal life. It's kept for you in heaven, pure and undefiled, beyond reach of change and decay. And God in his mighty power makes sure that you get there safely to receive it because you're trusting him, so be truly glad. Aren't you thankful for that church? Come on, he's going. He says, I'm going to make sure you get there safely. I'm going to be there, amen. If you trust in me, I'm going to see you one day. Hallelujah. Having a heart of thanksgiving is being thankful for the changes God makes in us. Hallelujah. Ain't that good? He brings change. I'm so glad and thankful that I'm not the same person I used to be. I think Sister Elizabeth was saying, you know, well, you know, I want to thank you that, you know, that though I'm going through a season, at least I'm not where I used to be. Come on, we're, it's about moving forward. It's about going forward in the things of God. As you trust God, he, he advances you. He takes you forward, amen. The kingdom of God, uh, we don't stand still, amen. Only when we want to stand and waiting for waiting on God, but we move forward, amen. The kingdom of God is always advancing. Come on, the violent may come, but the violent take it what? By force, hallelujah. We keep going forward, amen. We got hit with this. We got hit with that. We got hit with, you know, coronavirus and all this other junk and things that come against us, amen. But we don't stop there, amen. The kingdom of God continues to advance, amen. We continue to go forward, amen, because God continues to bring change inside our lives. Come on, in the past when we got hit with things, amen, we shut down. But when we start to learn the plan of God, amen, we go forward. Come on, we are built tougher, amen. Come on, we go forward and we keep moving forward, amen. Keep going. Tell your neighbor, keep going. But when we forget, church, where God delivered us from and who we used to be, amen, when we forget, then we start becoming, listen, that old person again. How many want to go back to that old person? Heck no, hallelujah. Come on, we don't want to go back there. But 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 listen, when we start forgetting, we don't have a, a, a heart of thanksgiving, and we, we, we neglect the things, and we start just complaining of all the things that are not going on in our lives, then we revert back. Come on, what happened to the children of Israel? Praying, praying, send us a deliverer, send us a deliverer, and God sends a deliverer, sets them free, and they start complaining right away. On the first, first trial that they, 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 they go through. Come on, they just, they just got out. Come on, just the very moment you're set free. Yeah, they're running through. Amen. We are set free. No more chains. No more making bricks. All this stuff. And they hit the Red Sea and they start complaining. Oh, you bring us out here to die? 
We do the same thing. <laughs> right? God speaks a powerful word over you on a Sunday morning through a conference, and then Monday rolls around, and you're like, ah. We forget. And see, we easily go back to that complaining person again, that ungrateful person again, when God has been so faithful. Listen, I can't change where I've been, but I can do something about where I'm going. See, as we root ourselves deeper, amen, God, start, God stops, starts chipping away those things in your life. See, God is changing you to make you different. God is using the church, circumstances, experiences, good or bad, to bring change in your life. God puts our lives together, and he cleans us up. Come on, church. Come on, he polishes us up. Come on, we came in dirty and disgusting and not thinking right and broken and everything else. And he brings out his, his little towel. And he says, come over here, Anthony. Come on, you're a little dirty. Remember, remember mom? We used to go. <laughs> start, using, start using the, hey, man. Come on, starts cleaning. It's okay, it's okay. Starts, 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 starts wiping you down. Come on, God, God, God. Hey, God's spit can remove any dirt. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. If he can spit on the ground and make the blind man see, amen, he can do anything in your life, amen. I don't know about you. Go ahead. Spit on me, God. Hallelujah. Clean me up. But God, God comes and he cleans it and then, then, he, then, he, then, he, then he just polishes you up. Look at me. Come on. See, some of you guys here are smiling today, but when you walked into this place, you weren't smiling. God brings a change in our lives. Amen. He, he brings a smile where there was a frown. Amen. God does something on the inside that starts to reflect on the outside church. Come on. He's here to bring change in our life. Amen. Continue the change process. Amen. Don't stay when you face a Red Sea or a circumstance rises up. Continue to go forward. Somebody say go forward. forward. See, Jesus died on the cross so that we can change. Not that you stay the same. Listen, when a person fully surrenders to God, the redemptive power of God comes over that person and brings change. So that you can, I, you can bring all the stuff in your life. You can bring the good and the bad and the ugly to the altar, amen, and God will exchange it and bring change in your life. Right? We came with our mess. We came with our problems. We came uh, tore up, amen. And God says, give me all that, and I'll give you this. And we walk out with change right in the very moment that we come and face God. Isn't that awesome? We come in, and we, we walk out, and we stand up once again with hope in our lives. We stand up and you know what? God's going to change my life. You know what? God's going to fix me. We walk out saying, you know what? My head's up high. I'm not walking with my head low. Amen. God touched me and he brought change right there. 
He comes to bring change. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old, somebody say the old. The old has passed away, and behold, all things become new. That's change, church. You exchange the old, and he gives you the new. Isn't that great? Give me your mess, and I'll give you some blessings. Give me your, 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 all your, your stuff that, that's wrong, and I'll bless you with good. Come on, there's an exchange that takes place at the altar of God when we come and we answer that and say, you know what? I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I'm away from God. I need a Savior. Can you fix me? He says, yes, give me your junk. Give me your stuff and let me give you some hope. Tell your neighbor, be patient with me. I'm under construction. Come on. There's work in here. Come on. Come on. I mean, when when there's construction, there's a mess. Right? Come on. You you, you look right here. Like right now, you kind of walked in and and you're okay. You know, you're like, all right, at least you got some pants on and and you got got a shirt on. You you look okay. Then God starts his construction. And guess what? There's a mess. Right? Come on, what was there now is, man, what, man, it's all dirty. It's all messed up. You know, we remodeled our, our restrooms, amen, and we, our restroom was one day a restroom, and then it was just a mess. I mean, dust everywhere, everything else. And that's what God does when he starts to do construction in your life, amen. You come in and you give him your life. You say, okay, remember me, casa is your casa, hallelujah. What Pastor Philemon was saying, amen, we say, come on, we give you, come on in, make some changes, okay. My casa is your casa, let me come in. I can do anything, yeah, God, do anything you want. He starts changing, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a mess. Come on, because he's, 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 Tearing down walls. He's knocking this. He's knocking that. Amen. But when he's finished, come on, when he's finished with the product, amen, come on, he puts everything back together and he puts it better than it was ever before. Amen. Ever that you felt, man, you said, man, I feel like a brand new person. Amen. Come on. I, and some guy just changed. People start to know, man, what's, what's going on? You get a different haircut? Well, well man, you look good. I like that sweater. <laughs> New pants. <laughs> There's change. But see, we like to cover our change, thinking that if we can just cover it, and we may look all right inside, but, but inside we're broken. See, God doesn't want just to change on the outside. He wants to change the inside of you. But you got to let him in. Come on, somebody say, let him in. Let them in. Let that. It's going to get messy. Let me tell you, it's going to get messy. If once you let them in, it's going to get messy. But I'm telling you, just, just, just be patient. Come on. Sometimes there's delays. Come on. In construction, there's always delays, back orders, things happening, man, and we can start to freak out in the in the middle of our mess. He says, "No, don't worry, don't worry. We got it coming. You just be patient with me. Come on, just, just, just. I'm going. I'm working on it. I'm going to finish you. And when you're finished, you're going to say, man, what a great job.' Look at this. What a great job you did for me. Come on. I was. I'm cute. I'm handsome. I was all this. Amen. I don't know if they're just playing with me or just trying to be win favor with me. I don't know. Amen. But there's." There's compliments that people give because of God in you. 
They see you. They would, man, there's something different in you. I was remodeled. <laughs> I look good, don't I? And then you start to open to the story of your contractor who fixed you and changed you. And now you start to give God the glory. And if you had a good contractor, what do you do? Don't you pass that to someone else that's looking for some change, that wants a remodel or something different in their lives? Here, it's my card to my contractor. His name is Jesus. Call him up. He'll bring change to your life. Isn't that awesome? Come on, you you, you got you to thank the contractor of our lives. He comes to bring change. And when we start to notice this change in our lives, then it gives us a heart of thanksgiving, church. Come on, just like it, it, that old song, right? Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Come on. Come on. Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change. Come on. There's a change in our lives. He doesn't just change the outside. He's changing. He starts with the inside. He does the construction. It gets a little messy. And all of a sudden, there's a change on the outside. And the smile that you have is really a smile. It's not a, a fake smile. Yeah, how are you doing? Okay. <laughs> that forced smile. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it no more. You got to catch the moment, amen. <laughs> Psalms, I mean, Philippians chapter 2.13 says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Come on. God gives you power. Somebody say power. power. Come on, power to change, church. Not only does he give you the desires to do the right thing, but he gives you the power to do it. Come on, not only that we know what we need to do, but he helps us to do that. That we can accomplish that. That we can do that. Amen. See, the problem with some Christians is the longer they're saved the more they forget about the power. Come on. But what God did before, he can still do it again and again and again and again and again. Come on, he's the same God today as he always has been. Yesterday and today and forever the same. There's no reason to doubt God can do it again. We got to bring some of those old songs. Come on, there's simple songs, but man, those songs have power. Come on, it brought the whole church up. God can do it again. He's the same God today as he always has been yesterday and today and forever the same. There's no reason to doubt God can do it again. Woo! When you start singing those, man, man, we were having like a gospel fest in our, in our bedroom getting ready for church this morning, man. She was, I walked down, my, my wife was like, I was like, woo, go, you go, girl. <laughs> she was already bouncing, amen. I said, and I just jumped right in and I like, woo. Get some, let me get some of that Holy Ghost, hallelujah. This is God's goal for us, church. It's to be more and more like Jesus. To be holy because what? He's holy. He changes who we were, who we were, church, and he helps us to become who he created us to be. 
And I'm so glad that, that, that God uses PCLV to bring change to lives. Amen. I'm so thankful that I can look out over this congregation and I can see the change that God has done in your life. People that were lost and bound, now found and free. Come on, people walking in blind, but now they see. Come on, people walking disappointed, but now too anointed. Hallelujah. Come on, I'm, I'm a poet and I'm, I'm starting to know it again. Hallelujah. Come on, don't forget that, church. How you walked in through these doors and what God is doing in your life. Come on, yes, we have problems, but don't forget what God has done in your life and what changes he's brought. Amen. And let it be a, a heart of thanksgiving again. We need to be reminded or remind, or remind ourselves of our motto. You know our motto? What is it? That's it. Real faith for real change. Come on, why do you come here? Because there's real faith for real change. Uh, come on, uh, come on, we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ eh, here in this place, amen. And through the gospel, amen, we bring real faith that brings real change. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Even a, little, even a little dip there. Hallelujah. Well, don't get me going. We got to be reminded of that, church. Let's not forget. How many going through some, some stuff right now? Come on, just raise your hand. It's all right. I'm going through some stuff. Why? Because the devil's always out there. <laughs> Come on. He's, we're always going to go through stuff. Amen. You can, you can walk with the victory. I'm not saying he can change. He's not going to change the way I, I smile, the way I think about my God. Amen. But come on, we're going to go through some stuff. You're going to go through the stuff till Jesus comes. Amen. Come on. So the thing is, we, we, we got to learn how to dance through the fire. We're talking about fire, get into the fire, let the fire got burn inside. But we got to learn how to dance in the fire of the storms and battles that we go through, amen. Instead of bailing out, that we stay in the fire through those times, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Come on, they stood there, amen. Come on, and they were just dancing in the fire. Why? Because they trusted in their God. You got to trust God in the circumstances, in the trials, in the storms, in the battles that you go through and know that God is for you. Amen. Because when they threw these boys into the fire, come on, they looked in there and said, didn't we throw in three? Why is there four? And it looks like the, the son of God. Amen. God will be with you in the fire, whether it's the fire to burn away their impurities or the fire of the storms and battles. He doesn't bail on you. God is for you. Come on, he's going to say, well, I'll let you go through that trial. I'll be back when you get through it. No, he's right there with you. But sometimes we, somebody say, I, you kick God out of your trial. And that's when you take over and you forget that the power lies inside of you. I don't know about you, but when I'm going through a trial storm, I want him in the fire with me. Because he gives me the power to get through it. I'm going to give you four quick ways as I close today. Four quick ways that you, say me, that you can say thanks to God. Four quick ones. Somebody say give them to me. First thing, number one, by singing. 
Psalms 147, 7 says, Sing out your thanks to him. Sing praises to God. Amen. So when you're going through a trial and storm and you're losing that heart of thanksgiving, start to sing. Come on, somebody. Number two, come on. You say thanks by serving. Serving. We sing with our lips, but we serve with our lives. Amen. The Bible says in Psalms 100 verse 2 says, serve the Lord with gladness. Amen. When we start to serve the Lord with gladness, then a heart of thanksgiving stays within us. Because there are people that serve with God through grumbling, 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 <laughs> complaining. <laughs> right? Come on, they're in the, they're in the church. <laughs> Come on, I'm serving. You see me? <laughs> okay, okay. You know, we got to serve with gladness. When we serve with gladness, then we're showing our thanksgiving to God. Can somebody say amen? Number three, we say thanks by giving. Psalms 50 verse 14 says, Give an offering to show thanks to God. Give him what you promised. Come on, somebody. You ever felt good on payday? Say, God, I'm going to bless you, God. But when Sunday comes around, ah, forget you. <laughs> or we forget or we get mad or we whatever it is. Whatever you promise the Lord, give it to him. Come on, we, we, offer, we, we say thanks by giving. Give an offering to show thanks to God. I don't know, each time I get blessed or I get a bonus or whatever comes my way or I just someone just gives me a big deal that I was not even expecting, I, I, I thank the Lord for that. There's an automatic thanks that I give to God for saying, God, you're so good. I mean, yesterday is a perfect example, and, and it's been a good week, but yesterday was kind of slow. You know, and, and I got a little here and a little there, but I'm always grateful. I, you know what? I'm grateful, and I, and I say, God, thank you, Lord. You know, you, you know what doesn't come today, you'll bring it to, tomorrow or another day. And so the very last sale, quarter till, uh, I think it's uh, uh, maybe 10 till 5. I get off at 5.30. It's my up now. Okay, I'm going to get an up, and I say, oh, I can just say, oh, this is going to be a waste of time. Oh, what do you want? <laughs> I'm ready, ready to go home. You know, I'm mad or whatever. I offered, and they buy a big refrigerator that's over $4,000. Makes my day in one sale. So I gave God thanks. I said, you know, God, you're too good. You know, you have a good day, thank him. You have a bad day, thank him. Because he's still a good God. Can somebody say amen? amen? Amen. So give thanks. Hallelujah. See, the level of our giving shows the level of our gratitude. If I'm not giving, then I'm not grateful. Plain and simple. Amen. Give thanks. Thanks and giving go together, right? Thanks. Thanks. Come on, come on. We're not that slow, guys. Thanks. <laughs> you guys will get it back on the drive. Oh, Thanksgiving. You guys are driving home. Thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Thanksgiving is one of the best ways we can give thanks is through our giving church. Number four, last one. We say thanks by telling. Come on, tell others about the Lord. Come on, share the good news to somebody. 
Share your testimony of what God has done for you. Share how thankful you are that you are saved, restored, and forgiven. Come on, somebody. That alone, that, that's, that's a lot to talk about right there. Come on, God saved me, he forgave me, and he restored my life. Come on, that, that's my testimony. That's your testimony. And you start to share that and how grateful you are for what God has done in your life. Amen. It brings hope to others. Can somebody say amen? Isaiah chapter 12, verse 4 says, Thank the Lord. Praise his name. Tell the world of his wondrous love and how mighty he is. Psalms 107, verse 2 says, Has God, has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak it out. Tell others that he has redeemed you from your enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. This Thanksgiving, this Christmas season is to look for someone that you can share your faith with. Tell somebody your testimony. Tell somebody that Jesus loves them. Tell somebody. When you do that, you're giving thanks. There's a gratefulness that's in your life. Come on. Like I said, if you have some good news, a good resource, you would like to share that with somebody. Come on. Like I said, when he's done something good, amen, man, this guy really did a great job at my house. Let me give you his card. He can do it for your home too. You know, we got something that we can give. Man, we got the best contractor. And it's free. You hit it. It's free. But you got to give him your life. It does cost you your life. It does cost you to lay some things down that you want to do and you say, I'm not going to do it no more. It's going to cost you humility. So there's some things that's going to cost you. Maybe not some feria or some money. I'm talking about money. Maybe not real money, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you your time. It's going to cost you some things, but I'm here to let you know, once you let him come in and you pay him with your life, and surrender him, he'll give you the best results. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, let's all stand up. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord some praise. How many people are thankful in this place? Come on, how many people are thankful in this place? Come on, if you're thankful right now, I want you to start to thank him right there, right where you're at. Come on, just lift up your hands. And just start to thank the Lord right now for what he's done in your life. Start to reflect back that picture when you walked into the church or when you walked into whatever church, whatever place where you met Jesus at that altar. I want you to reflect back how tore up you were and how he started to fix your life and where you are right now. Come on, start to thank him right there. Father, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. We lift our hands to you, my Lord. I thank you so much that you saved a wretched man like me, Lord, and restored my life and put my marriage back together, Father God. And you took away, Father God, the bondages with my life, Lord. You broke the chains of alcohol and drugs, Father God. You broke these things in my life, and you renewed me, Father God, by transforming my mind, Lord, that I, I can think right, Lord. I can, Father, th do things differently now than I did before, Father, because of you. Father, I'm so grateful. Father, help us not to ever forget the things that you've done in our lives, Father God. Let's simply give that back, Father, and continue to have a heart of faith.